and welcome once again to Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. I am Chris Levine, and I will be your host again this time around. So I just left Starbucks, and the barista looked just like the character on the cover of the 1970 debut album by Gentle Giant. <laughs> Have you seen that? All right, if not familiar, you can Google it. I will say it totally added to the festiveness of my venti chai tea latte with coconut milk and three splendas. Anyway, speaking of the 70s, the 1970s music scene taught me many useful things. For example, if I am ever accused of anything, can always blame it on the boogie. Also, if I was to walk in Central Park at night singing, someone is bound to approach me and ask, what's the matter with you, boy? 1970s music has made me ask the universe questions like, mirror in the sky, what is love? And if I leave here tomorrow, will you still remember me? And of course, the question of all questions, what you doing on your back when you should be dancing? Now, <laughs> that one is especially confusing. Did people in the 70s physically lay down in nightclubs until encouraged to get up and dance? I don't know, but I tell you what I do know. Once again, either way, as previously stated, you can blame it on the boogie. One thing in addition and in more seriousness that hit me like a van with a porthole in it was just the other night. I was laying in bed and I was listening to a very, very, very beautiful song. I'll get into that in a minute. But what it kind of reminded me of was the fact that in the 1970s, in almost all genres, not including punk, music took its time. And in turn, as listeners, we had to take our time. Listen to this concerning music now. According to a new report, the average length of a song is now significantly shorter than it used to be. The average length of a song on the Billboard Hot 100, for example, has decreased by 20 seconds in the past five years. Songs now usually average about three minutes and 30 seconds, but are steadily shrinking. In fact, 6% of hit songs averaged two minutes and 30 seconds or shorter last year. So we're not just talking about, you know, the, the early Beatles or like the 1950s songs. This was last year. But in the 1970s, many songs remain strictly instrumental in their opening for like five to six minutes, with the vocalist finally getting into the song and entering the picture way long after the average pop song would have already ended. I mentioned the song that sparked this in me. For whatever reason, I don't know if I had it on random or whatever, but the glorious song by Led Zeppelin off of their Houses of the Holy Record, the Rain Song, came on. From 
the initial two chords to the end, they take their sweet time playing that music, adding nuances of depth and beauty. This is both a song and a polished gem, and it's over seven minutes in length. I read a little bit about it, and it's funny. Producer Rick Rubin, he said this about the Rain song. Quote, I don't even know what kind of music this is. It defies classification. There's such tasteful, beautiful detail in the guitar and a triumphant feel when the drums come in. It's sad and moody and strong all at the same time. I could listen to this song all day. That would be a good day, end quote. And you know what? I wholeheartedly agree. But part of the beauty of the Rain song, we can attribute to its length. See, its lushness, it builds. Its power builds. And when complete, it again takes its time. And finally, when it's over, it's like it's saying goodbye slowly when you don't want to see it leave. I once heard the quote regarding 70s music that went something like this, that 70s songs were not long. They're just the length that the songs needed to be. I've heard that said about progressive rock as well in general. You know what? I agree. I agree. Let me paint you a picture. Whether these are your favorite songs, whether you think they're overplayed, whatever, your, your business. But imagine a two-minute and 20-second Bohemian Rhapsody or Hotel California. It won't get fooled again. Rapper's Delight or Layla. None of these songs were forced. They could all breathe. And guess what? As listeners, as their audience, so could we. So even now, radio stations usually allow for all of these classic rock songs or older 70s songs to be played completely in full on the radio, regardless of their length. But do you notice how they cut off the later ones, the ones that came in the 80s? Think Purple Rain. An 80s song like Purple Rain gets butchered by it fading out on the radio right when one of the best guitar solos of all time starts. Words can't describe how mad that makes me. It's like, why are you rushing this song? It, it seems like 80s and 90s songs, again, were boxed into time constraints and would get adjusted by the radio if not in the ballpark of the right time frame. Now, some people, they listen to 70s music and they think maybe it's a little self-indulgent, but I don't. I mean, there is a place for it, just like there's a place for punk rock and, and early Nuggets kind of songs and garage musics that are, that are real short pieces of music. I'll take it all. But, but in the 1970s, it feels that the music at the time was not just listening to music. It meant something else. It was a beautiful escape, a journey and an adventure. And when you went with it, you weren't looking at your watch. You just allowed it to take you places. It's funny. <laughs> when the band Rush 
was on the Colbert show, he jokingly said this. He said to the band, you're known for some long songs. <laughs> Have you ever written a song so epic that by the end of the song, you were actually being influenced by yourself at the beginning of the song? They were great sports. They thought it was funny. I did too. But they, as a band, are a huge example of this in a big way. Before Rush got more prog in the years to come, even on their very first straight-up rock and roll record, their debut album, Working Man still clocked in at over seven minutes. On their second album, By Tour and the Snow Dog was over eight minutes. On their third record, the song The Necromancer hit over 12 minutes, and The Fountain of Lamneth is pushing 20 minutes. Actually, it's, 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 it's pushing 20 at 19 minutes and 57 seconds. You can't get too much closer to 20 minutes. Then by 2112, all bets were off. <laughs> all of side one was one song with various parts. Uh, later of their records in the 70s would continue this trend going. But here's the thing. All of the above and beyond were mesmerizingly wonderful, complex, effective, and just perfect pieces of music. You didn't care how long they were. I mean, I wish their song Xanadu was longer. It's just so good. And that already clocks in at over 11 minutes. I also love that dance music in the 1970s pretty much did the exact same thing. Whether you were out there dancing or not, the players were so good and the hooks were so strong that in my world, they could go on for as long as they wanted to play that song. I wouldn't care. As long as they pleased. Disco Inferno by The Tramps, in its entirety, is one second shy of, of 11 minutes. The number one song in heaven by Sparks is over seven minutes long. Now, this, mind you, before the remixes came along, which would make them 20-ish minutes or beyond. Now, I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time discussing this topic because... What I really wanted to do was get to the playlist because we can take our time there and really check out each song and what they all bring to the table. Experiencing the playlist is the best way to illustrate what I'm trying to express in words. 1970s music needed to be appreciated sometimes over time. It wasn't a shot in the arm and run away kind of music. It was meant for you to take your time. And couldn't we use a little more of that? So that said, we have once again arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist to shadow our overall theme. Now this time around, we have for you the Refresher podcast, it's a slow ride after all playlist. You can find it really easily on Spotify. Just type in refresher podcast dash 
it's a slow ride after all. So deep breath because we're gonna have to take some time here, guys. All right, we're gonna enjoy this. Track number one, the song that inspired me to do this episode, The Rain Song by Led Zeppelin, clocking in at a modest seven minutes and 39 seconds, released in 1973, track number two on their Houses of the Holy Record. Number two, Superwoman, Where Were You When I Needed You by Stevie Wonder. Oh, come on. This absolutely beautiful song was released the same year that I was released in 1972. It's seven minutes and 58 seconds of perfection. Number three is Marquee Moon by Television. 10 minutes and 38 seconds of 1976 goodness. Listen to it. Number four, here's one. They play the whole thing on the radio, even now. Peter Frampton, the live version of Do You Feel Like We Do, also from 1976. They play all 13 minutes and 46 seconds regularly on the radio. Because you, how can you not? Number five. Here's an extended dance mix. I talked about that a little earlier. This one is the song Love Hangover by Diana Ross, also released in 1976. This is at 10 minutes and 23 seconds. And again, if it went another hour, I'd be completely okay with that. Number six from the Yes album. It's Yes with Starship Trooper, part one, Life Seeker, part two, Disillusion. And part three, Verm. This clocks in at nine minutes and 26 seconds. And it shouldn't be any other way. Number seven, Genesis. With a live version of In the Cage. In fact, it's an In the Cage medley, including Cinema Show, The Colony of Slippermen, and Afterglow, which basically totals around 17 minutes. It's from their Three Sides Live record. Another live one, number eight. This time it's Cheap Trick with Need Your Love. This is an example of how you have kind of the radio-friendly version on the regular record, but in live, they stretch it out, and it's so much better. Killer, killer live song from 1978 that clocks in at 8 minutes and 46 seconds long. Another one. If this song went four days straight, I would be perfectly okay with that. Number nine is the Terrapin Station medley by the Grateful Dead. This is 16 minutes and 22 seconds long and was released in 1977. And finally, at number 10, it had to happen. Put on your seatbelts in a very comfortable chair. Close your eyes and enjoy the ride. It's Rush 2112 from 1976. All of the parts, including Overture, The Temples of Syrinx, 
discovery, presentation, oracle, soliloquy, and grand finale. All 20 minutes and 33 seconds of it. Yes, the entire first side of a two-sided record. So this is what I want you to do. Take your time. This is a 10-song playlist. It's only 10 songs, and it clocks in at 2 hours and 2 minutes. Relax and enjoy it. I mean, that's the whole point, isn't it? Anyway, that's our new playlist. Again, just type in Refresher Podcast Dash. It's a slow ride after all. We'd like to welcome some new listeners to our little show. Our demographics report shows that we now have listeners in Norwood, Massachusetts, Springfield, Oregon, and Karnataka, India. You guys are mind blowers, man. Welcome all of you to Refresher. We are so happy that you're all here. And all those that have been longtime listeners, we appreciate you very, very much too. Hey, did you guys know that plants improve the air around you and they actually improve your mood? Well, Leafy is the first ever patented self-watering plant container. Not only do they they sell the containers, but they sell plants too. The difference between them and just another company that sells plants is that they encourage you essentially to make it a pet plant and take it to go. Bring it with you places. Bring it outside with you. Bring it to the coffee shop. Put it next to you in the car. It does something psychologically in a good way, and it's also a killer icebreaker. How do you find them? Well, check out their awesome website at www.leafy.com. That is L-E-A-F-V-E.com. We also want to say hello to our friends at DesignCraft. DesignCraft is at the forefront of the millwork industry, constantly innovating to meet custom needs. You can check out their unbelievable work or some examples of it at designcraft.com. But note the spelling. It is D-E-Z-I-G-N-K-R-A-F-T dot com. Finally, as always, we want to give a shout out to our friends at the Managing Expectations podcast. And this is a podcast for interesting people by interesting people wading into all the things that make them interesting, be it music, art, books, movies, and generally the passing scene. Check them out anywhere you can find podcasts. You can find them. And their website is managingexpectationspodcast.com. You have made this show what it is, everyone. I'm going to have some interesting statistics to read about this show next time, I believe, when it comes to how we did in 2022. And it is all your fault. All the growth is your fault. Thank you so much. If you could please continue to pass this podcast along to your friends, that would be incredible. Put it on your social media if you feel comfortable doing that. And and if you would like to help keep this podcast stay up and running, and it really does matter, um, you can make a small monthly contribution just by clicking the support the podcast link or the support this podcast button. Anywhere you found this particular episode, it should be there. Um, If you're so inclined, that would be great. 
Uh, but whether you can or whether you can't, just feel free to listen anytime that you want to to this show. I also want to let you know that in my past, I've written some books and interviewed some pretty famous people. If you would like to read about those things, or if you would like to check out some merchandise for this show, including cool t-shirts, you can go to refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. That is refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. If you've got a show idea, we'll take it too. Just go to the same place. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late, and it was written by none other than Mr. John Villafuerte. But until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the pop culture therapy podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor and remember that there's a big difference between worry and concern. We'll see you next time. Thank you.